listening to Birthplace of Next, the podcast where city officials discuss the latest news and developments in Dayton that continue to make it a livable, sustainable, and innovative community. I'm Tyler Hall with the Office of Communications and Public Affairs. Dayton boasts a creative and talented community of professionals and entrepreneurs, but the challenge of getting a brick-and-mortar shop set up or expanded can be daunting. To discuss how the city government is working to foster and support startup businesses, we have cities, the city's small business advocate, Jeffrey Bangston, with us today on the show. Jeff, welcome. Hi, Tyler. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. I know uh, uh, the position of small business advocate is a relatively new one in the city. It hasn't been around too terribly long. If you can, in your own words, just kind of explain what you do on a day-to-day basis. What's your job role? Well, Tyler, I am available for anyone that needs permitting assistance for a business that is located within the city limits. Although my position is somewhat new, the permitting process has not changed. If you know what permits you need, you would still come down to the one-stop center, submit your application, and it's business as usual. However, if you're new to the process, you may need a little help getting started, and that's kind of where I come in. Yeah, yeah. So it really is that sort of advocacy role where you're kind of ushering people through that. Uh, so it kind of puts you in two shops, really. You're in economic development, and one, one foot's in that office, and then you're also in that permitting field with uh, our division of building inspections. Is there any sort of different capacity there where you're serving both of those at the same time? You can say I wear two different hats, but really um, I'm merging the two different fields. So in addition to helping businesses navigate the permitting process, I also serve as a a link to other small business development resources such as financing or licensing, marketing, business planning for startups. And you also uh, are connected to the fire department even too for some of those codes and permits as well, right? Absolutely, the fire code does come into play with the design of the building. Yeah, so you're kind of all over the organization, reaching into different departments. Absolutely. So looking at that then from, a, from an organization perspective here at the city, how are we as a city government working to foster a business environment um, that supports new and growing businesses? The city's very active in small business development and uh, networking events. Uh, We've participated in many of the startup uh, workshops. Uh, We're also available for consultation free of charge uh, for someone who's considering a purchase of a commercial building or is putting together their plans. Uh, They can come meet with me and we could talk about what their project is going to be before any money spent. Yeah, I think that's something that at least from what I understand of your job has been a great asset is if people just don't know where to start, it's just such an overwhelming process. You are kind of the the initiator, the first point in where if you just sit down and talk with you, you can ask them all the right questions and kind of get a plan in place to walk a new business owner, somebody who wants to get started uh, really off on the right foot, uh, which I think is great that we're doing that. Absolutely. Uh, if and in most of the cases, I'm not the point of con. I'm not the person who's going to actually give you what the regulation is, mm-hmm. but we'll make that connection to where it's going to apply for your specific project or who you need to talk to. Perfect. Yeah. So why does the city have so many permits for these types of projects? I know um, some people look at the permitting process and they just see a bunch of red government tape. Um, is, is that all it really is, or is there any sort of real value there that the public should be aware of? Well, a permit's like an Ohio driver's license. 
It just shows that you're legal according to the state requirements. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't make the rules here at the city level. We just administer several of the state regulated codes. And since there are so many different codes, you do need a permit for each one. Uh, okay, gotcha. I hadn't heard it described like the driver's license, but me as an individual, I can relate to that. So that makes sense. So what are some of the uh, common code violations that you typically see from maybe an average small business uh, in the city of Dayton? And then any advice you might have uh, for entrepreneurs avoiding those common pitfalls? Well, I do see... Um people coming to me after they've started work and then someone tells them, hey, you need a permit. So basically uh, doing work without a permit is the most common code violation. Um, but it's not always clear when the work someone wants to do actually needs a, pro a permit for it. Uh, some things are sm small projects, some are uh, more detailed projects. and if you think, oh, this is a small project, I don't need a permit, sometimes you actually do mm. because the thing that you're changing is regulated by a code. Gotcha. So it always makes uh, easiest to just call first, right, and, and to make sure better to call and find out you don't need the permit than to start the work and uh, find out that you do. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Um, so what... Uh, you also assist these organizations and these groups as you're getting them set up with permits and getting them ready to, to open shop or to expand. You're also kind of in that maybe marketing vein that you talked about, assisting these organizations and groups looking to host some of these larger outdoor events that we might see. Uh, talk about um, maybe some of the resources that are available for those folks uh, who um, may already have a small business and want to have some sort of promotion like a large event, uh, outdoor public venue, or that sort of thing. Yeah, the outdoor festivals or outdoor events tend to be handled very similar to small businesses. Um, people may want to have a, a different facets or different activities in the event mm -hmm. like having food trucks or having a performance or having live uh, music different activities where each one may require a separate permit mm -hmm. and so if you don't already know that <clears throat> we do offer a consultation where you could learn the different permits that you need go over what your plan is going to be for the festival and have easier approval uh, same, like you said, same thing as starting a small business. It's a, it can be big, and maybe not too many folks getting ready to do that right now with winter <laughs> coming upon us in the colder outdoors. But definitely for those looking to plan at this point, maybe for spring or summer of 2017, uh, again, you're the guy to call to at least get the ball rolling. It sounds like right, and it's never too early to plan and find out what you're going to need. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, Jeff, I appreciate you coming on the show today and just talking a little bit about what you do. If folks uh, are listening to this and they want to get in touch with you to, to set up a meeting, what's the easiest way to reach out to you? Sometimes it <clears throat> sometimes the easiest way to contact me is by email because I do have uh, two different offices, one at City Hall and one at the One Stop Center. Okay. And I'm also in meetings and consultations with other clients at the time. So I do return phone calls. Um, so that is another means if you don't have access to email. Perfect. And I do have um, some information on my website. 
uh, that could give you additional information as needed. Perfect. Well, folks, uh, this has been Jeffrey Bankston, the city's small business advocate. If you want to get that contact information, want to learn a little bit more about what Jeff does, be sure to go to DaytonOhio.gov. Uh, go underneath the business tab uh, and look for small business advocate for all that information. Jeff, thank you so much for being on the program today. Thanks for having me. Yep. You've been listening to Birthplace of Next. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening to Birthplace of Next, a publication of the City of Dayton's Office of Communication and Public Affairs. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss the latest news about business, technology, and development in Dayton. If you have questions or feedback for us, email cityhall at daytonohio.gov.